Hello and welcome. This is Colleen O'Grady, the host of the Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. This is a gathering place for moms to be encouraged, nurtured, and inspired. Also, you'll learn the latest in teen research and trends and get practical parenting tips. You really can improve your relationship with your teen and enjoy the teenage years. Welcome back. This is Colleen O'Grady, and I am the host of the Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. Today, I am going to talk about the number one reason that I think moms don't enjoy their life or their teens. Now, believe me, there are lots of reasons moms don't enjoy these teenage years, but I believe the core reason for this is what I call powerless parenting messages. Now, these messages are embedded in the culture. You're not going to learn them from a parenting class. And here's why I think they're so dangerous. You're really not aware of them because they're just below the surface of our consciousness. It's kind of like um, a fish in water where you're so in these messages. You're like, it's like a fish in water. You're swimming in them, and you're not really aware of them. But here's the problem. These messages are what drain you. I have seen this because I've been a therapist for 25 years, and I've worked with moms, both in my practice and in my programs, my Power Your Parenting program, and I know firsthand how these messages take the joy and energy out of your life and out of your parenting. Now, there are lots of powerless parenting messages, but today I'm going to focus on one, okay? So are you ready for this? So the number one powerless parenting message, now I would love to hear what you think it is, but here is what I have seen. It's selfish to pay attention to me. Now, moms, of course, want to sacrifice and give to their families, and that's great. But, but here's how this message kind of messes that up. When you think it's selfish to pay attention to you, It means that you pay attention to everyone's needs in your family, in your community, in your school, but you. And I call this the mom phenomenon because this is when you think you've taken care of yourself because you've taken care of everybody else, but you have forgotten the most important part of this equation, which is you. Now, here's a story uh, when my daughter was little. I think she was, oh, I don't know, maybe a year and a half, maybe two at the most. And I remember um, taking her to the grocery store. And I dressed her up in a little pink dress. And I think I um, put a little bow in her hair. And, and don't you miss those days when you could dress your daughters? Just saying. But anyway, so she was dressed just the way I wanted her to look. And so I had her in the basket, and it was great, and I'm starting to go down the grocery store aisles and um, going down the produce section, and people would look at me in a strange way, and then they would look down at my little one and say, oh, she's so cute. So then I would turn the corner and go down and, you know, where the bread is, and People would look at me with a weird way and then look at my baby and say, she is just adorable. 
Well, this happened over and over, and I even noticed in the checkout line that, that they weren't really looking at me in my face, and they just kind of looked at my baby. And so I put my groceries, you know, back in the car, and I got into my car, and I looked at the rearview mirror, and I went, eh, because I had black from my mascara all the way down my face. I mean, I looked kind of like one of those rockers from from Kiss. I mean, from remember that band from a jillion years ago? Well, anyway, I looked like one of those because I had mascara smeared all over my face. Of course, that was a hilarious moment. But the problem is that this is one of the consequences of it's selfish to pay attention to me. Because over time, you stop looking in the mirror. Now, I don't necessarily mean, you know, about we never look in the mirror and we put our makeup on. But we don't look in the mirror. We don't have time for self-reflection. See, if your attention is on everyone else, you're going to lack self-awareness. You focus on everyone else, but you forget about what you like or want. Now, if any of you would like to um, get my free ebook, I write about this in my seven ways to improve your relationship with your teenage daughter and yourself. So you can go to www.poweryourparenting.com and this ebook is absolutely free. All you have to do is enter your name and email address and I would love you to have this. Here's a problem. If you don't pay attention to you, you forget about all the things that you like or want. So when it comes to going out to eat, you're kind of like, well, whatever, what anybody else wants, and you're not really sure what movie you want to go see or what you would do with your time or what you would do with your career. You just kind of have forgotten about you. You've forgotten about your own music. You've forgotten what makes you feel alive. You've forgotten what makes you, nurtures you or gives you energy. And... And what happens is then you find it's really hard to make your own life happen because you're just used to reacting to everyone else. You don't even have to make your time happen because you just kind of see what's going to happen because someone's going to need you, something's going to fall apart, and you start living a life of reaction instead of intention. So if you don't pay attention to you, you don't know what you're missing because you just keep pushing. You just keep pushing through your day. And then you try to meet all the needs of your family, but you definitely end up neglecting your own needs. And those vital parts of you that make you you get kicked to the curb. And then you say, well, you know, I don't have time for me. You don't ha- and so then it's like, I don't have time to get sleep. I don't have time to relax. I don't have time to see my friends. I don't have time to do the things that I actually need to do to keep healthy. You start blowing off your... Um, your medical appointments. Now, you kind of know it's bad if your dog gets his, his teeth cleaned and you haven't gone to the dentist in a couple years. But it happens that you're just, your own needs just kind of just get off the map. You even forget, like, that you used to like to go swimming or you used to, yeah, and forget exercise because you're not going to have time for that. So if you don't pay attention to you, you suffer. And Because here's the thing. If you keep pushing and pushing, you become like a mother machine. 
And a mother machine, like you neglect those vital parts of you. You neglect your soul, that spiritual self. You neglect your heart. You neglect, there's no self-reflection. If you keep pushing, it's going to impact you and your family because you are going to break down. You're human. It's impossible to keep going. What we put on ourselves as mothers is crazy. So you're going to break down physically, you're going to get sick, or emotionally, you're just going to be exhausted. And things that didn't used to bother you are going to bother you. And you're going to find that you're emotionally flat, and you've lost that joy that you used to have in your life. Believe me, your family is going to notice if you have not paid attention to you. They can tell. I remember one, a couple teenage girls said, oh my gosh, we could so tell when my mom was stressed out. She'd walk through the door and like she'd start getting on us because they should t- start saying, clean up, get your homework done. And she was like in such a terrible mood. And that mom had no idea that she was that stressed out and was driving her kids that nuts. So your husband or partner is going to notice too when you're stressed or sad or angry or resentful. He may some, say something to you like, you know, wow, I just had the, I mean, I had the best golf game today and I had a great lunch with my business colleagues. And then you're going to say something really snarky like, well, that's just great. So he's not going to feel real appreciated either. And your teen is definitely going to notice. They are so tuned into you, um, especially teenage girls. And so when you are worn down, it's easier to get drawn, drawn into the drama vortex with your teen because, frankly, you have no reserves. So if you're exhausted and you've been running around and they complain about being bored, it's going to drive you nuts. They complain that they don't have any, anything to wear after you have spent $500 on a shopping spree and you're wearing underwears with holes in it. So they can tell if you're not in the top of your game and are probably in a fog of exhaustion, and they kind of go, yay, mom is kind of out of it. So then they will definitely pull out all their tactics and will press your buttons because they want to get their way. And if you're like can't think clearly because you've got a million things going on, then there's a good chance they're going to be able to get to do what they want to do. And if they show a little defiance or a lot of defiance, the fire is going to blow inside of you because you are spent. Or you're going to find yourself that you're melting like the Wicked Witch in The Wizard of Oz when they throw their bucket of mean words on you. So I want you to see that this message, that it's selfish to pay attention to you, It just doesn't work. And if you can't consciously meet your needs or intentionally meet your needs, you're going to go underground. You're going to go unconscious. You're going to reactively try to meet your needs. And you're going to do it through numbing. Have you ever been stressed and you reach for that gallon of ice cream? or that bag of chips, or the bottle of wine. 
And on some level, that inner teenager of you feels like, you know what, I deserve this. My day has been hell, and I deserve to eat all of this. Or three baskets of chips at your favorite Mexican restaurant with four margaritas. The problem with this is that it solves nothing, except it creates more problems. And you wake up the next morning, and your jeans don't fit, and you have a bad headache. If year after year you neglect those vital parts of you and you keep ignoring your needs and you stop paying attention to you and you don't pay attention to you, over time there is no other option except becoming resentful. You're going to be resentful of your daughter of your teens, of your family, of your friends, of your husband, your partner, or not having a husband, you are going to be resentful for the life that you have ended up with. The only way you can turn this around is a new message, because it's selfish to pay attention to me will lead you straight to resentment, and no one from your family is going to benefit The good news is you can turn this around. The way that you turn this around is you need a new message. And this message, or these messages, I call the powerful parenting message. And to turn this specific message around, so instead of it's selfish to pay attention to me, you turn it around to it's crucial to pay attention to me. Because when you pay attention, you notice like, I... I need, I'm tired, I need a break, I need to see my friends, I need help, I need some sleep, I need to exercise, I'm a little stressed, I need to figure that out. That self-awareness directly benefits your family. It directly benefits everyone in your life. See, here's, here's how this impacts me. Last week, I had a pretty intense week because I had launched my Power Your Parenting program and saw lots and lots of private practice clients. And I was, frankly, brain dead. But I was paying attention, and I knew I was brain dead, and I knew that it was crucial to pay attention to me because it was going to affect everybody that I was around. So I decided to go to the beach by myself which is a little bit scandalous. I never do. It's like a 45-minute drive. But here it is, the end of February, and it was 70 degrees, and it was sunny, and there's a cool breeze off of the beach, and I brought my chair out. There was no one there, and I was able to read a foo-foo magazine and read a book that I had wanted to read. I took walks down the beach, And as I did that, I could feel myself coming back home. I I remembered who I was. I remembered stories. I was able to reflect on my life. And I just started to feel relaxed. And what happened is I noticed how beautiful the ocean was, the sun, the color of the water, to hear the waves. And I remembered beauty. And I remembered why I was grateful. I remembered my purpose. I remembered those deeper parts of me. So when I was driving back from the beach, I was just like a different person. And I talked to my daughter who had been at work, and she was like, 
she could tell I was giddy, and she said, Mom, like, what's going on? Or like, are you drunk? Which never happens. But she was, uh, she just couldn't believe that I was just so light and humorous. And it was because I felt great. I was energized. Later, I took her and a friend to dinner, and they said that my face was shining. Now, that sounds a bit exaggerated, but my daughter would be the first to tell me if I looked stressed. So I believe her. My face was shining. So I hope you see that it's crucial to pay attention to you. When you do that, just like with my own daughter, it, it benefits them. She got, she got the best of mom. And it's going to benefit everyone in your life because you are your big, beautiful self. Paying attention to you is far from selfish. You're not saying, I'm only going to focus on me and neglect everyone and everything in my life. That's crazy. No, you're paying attention to you while you're paying attention to everyone else. Or another way to say it is you're taking care of you while you're taking care of everyone else. So start small. What is one thing you could do this week to take care of yourself? And let me just say something. It it may not be a manicure. I remember seeing one client who said, you know what? I take care of myself. I get a manicure once a week. But she was angry at her husband. She was yelling at her kids, cussing out her mother-in-law. So I would clearly say that the manicure was not cutting it. Forgive my pun. So what do you need? Do you need sleep? Do you need downtime? Do you need to be challenged? Do you need a new a retreat, a course? So it depends on what you need. Do you need time with your friends? So start small. I would like you to pick one thing that you could do this week to take care of yourself. This may just be even hard to think about because you haven't tuned into yourself in so long. I remember one mom just felt guilty for sitting down for 15 minutes to read a book. But I would just say, your world will not fall apart if you sit down and read a book for 15 minutes. So what's one thing that you could do this week to take care of yourself and see how this benefits your family? Okay, I will talk to you next week. I would love you to leave a comment on iTunes and tell me what's one thing that you're going to do for yourself this week. All right, I'll talk to you later. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.